0: welcome to our kingdom conversation uh, today we are continuing our series getting to know the boards and uh, we have uh, tim turner with us tim is uh one of the elders uh, here at saint luke uh, he and his wife mary uh, have been attending saint luke for i think you said was it about seven years now seven years yeah seven years and you all came to be uh, close to family uh, close to a daughter and son-in-law and, and grandchildren and uh, you moved from the grand blank area and kind of an interesting fact, Pastor Davis's home church, right? Yeah. Did you hear all the stories about a him? A lot better he since did? he's left.
1: <laughs> got a lot better since he's left.
0: Yeah, yeah. I survived. Better. It lasted. That's not nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. his mother was still attending there when we were there.
0: Yep. Well, that's a good. Good way to get dirt on somebody is talk to mom, right? <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, thanks for being with us and uh, kind of the behind the scenes for what we're doing in these uh, uh, videos is um, getting to know the boards. And, you know, with me uh, moving into that role as senior pastor, I'm going to be interfacing with boards uh, in a way that I really hadn't been doing much before. And uh, this is an opportunity for me to learn more uh, about these uh, boards, the governing board and the board of elders. Uh, But we figured why not let the congregation kind of lean in on the conversation, uh, and learn more as well, because uh, folks may not know too much of what goes on uh, with either of these. So, um, kind of kicking us off, um, Tim, how long have you uh, served as an elder, and um, what what led you to say yes to this?
1: Well, uh, actually, uh, when Mary and I were at uh, our previous church, I held a number of positions. I was the president of the congregation for uh, six years there, mm. and uh, so we've always been totally involved in, in the church. And uh, when we came here, I actually told Mary, I am not jumping into anything. And I'm just gonna sit, and, sit back and watch what's going on and everything. So I did that for about a year. Okay. And uh, then- Yeah, how'd that work? <laughs> huh?
2: yeah. yeah, how'd that work?
1: Yeah, it, well, it lasted a year and that's basically about what I- uh, what That's commendable. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so um, about a year uh, right after one of the Bible breakfast pastor came to me and grabbed me by the arm, started turning it. And uh, he asked me really nicely. And I I said, yeah, I think it's time. Um, uh, I think uh, an elder is something I'd like to do. It's actually one of the positions I've never held at any church. And this would would be actually our third church. And uh, so I said, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a shot. And uh, actually this June, I'll be going off because I'll have six years in. So I'll have my third term here. And uh, that way I'm going off the Board of Elders and I can uh, become the full-time uh, uh, outdoor uh, sexton out there, which I started last year too. so. Looking forward to that too, continuing the service.
2: Yeah, Tim mentioned that I uh, took him aside. And like I've said in another one of these, certainly I've taken a, a lead in trying to recruit different leaders and along with the boards and, uh, you know, raising up names and things. Uh, but uh, as, as I thought about Tim being on the board, uh, I had long since been away from uh, my home congregation, but i had heard good things about him. And uh, originally, I thought he, he joined the church because of the stellar preaching around here. But then it turned out it was really the grandkids. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, Tim and Mary were faithful or are faithful in worship, faithful in Bible study. And as we think about raising up leaders, uh, again, I, we always want to raise up uh, people that are um, you know, demonstrating, uh, you know, a a committed faith walk with Jesus Christ, they can't really lead others if they're not already there themselves. And so that was uh, one of the things that made me think Tim would be a good candidate. And that uh, he came out of uh, my home congregation, like we said, which I'd long since been there. But uh, it's, it's nice to have people come in with good, rich, congregational experiences elsewhere so that our congregation stays fresh. Uh, if, if we you know only do stuff from only those that are always have been here, we'd get kind of stale. So I think it, we have a mix, but someone like Tim came in and uh, I, I think has brought a nice freshness to the board. Uh, what about, um, what have you learned by serving on the Board of Elders? You said you'd done other board work or other things at, at your previous church, but uh, what have you learned by being on the Board of Elders around here for six years almost?
1: Wow. Yeah, uh, I think one of the things, and and actually because we Mary and I were only here for a year, really got to know the people. I mean, because as an elder, that's what you're doing is you're serving the people. Um, plus, uh, I. You know, I get to see uh, uh, how things were working at this church in the background. A lot of people that don't hold office, a lot of times don't realize there's two sides to a church. You know, there's the business side, and then there's the church side. And and one of the things after I got done being president of the congregation, I I said, boy, it's nice to be back, yeah. just sitting in the pews and focusing on uh, on my soul instead of. Uh, the business side of the church, which uh, when you're when you're a leader, you walk in the door and everybody's approaching you to do those type of things. But uh, the people is the main thing. I got to know people very quick being an elder, and uh, uh, it uh, it it showed me a whole different light side of the church is really taking concern for the people. Mm. And for what the church is standing for and making sure that uh, uh, everybody's connected to the church and stays connected to the church and uh, stays connected to God. And so I think that would be the biggest thing is being an elder.
0: And that's that's been a big focus for the elders this past year with the pandemic, uh, the people and the connection. And uh, I'm sure folks watching this and, and listening to this know, but our elders have been very diligent uh, before the pandemic, but especially in the midst of it, you know, calling through their care groups, uh, checking in on people, uh, phone, email. I mean, you name it. And um, that's just a neat, a neat point of emphasis, the people, the people. And you got to know people serving this way, but then people got to know you. Uh, and what a great uh, opportunity it is to be part of a church where, you know, you know, the elders um i was talking to a visitor at our church a couple of years ago and he said you know i assume i'm going to know the pastor and the pastor's going to know me in some way but anything beyond that is is bonus and that's that's like the above and beyond and so for my elder to know my name and my family and for my elder to reach out to me that's that's awesome so i commend the the elders for doing that
1: yeah i mean uh during the during the pandemic here um <clears throat> Some might think uh, calling people and talking to them and asking them how they're doing and everything would be a chore, but you're going to find out real quick. People just love to hear from you. And uh, they're so uh, grateful that somebody is calling from the church and uh, checking in on them and uh, seeing how they're doing, if there's anything we can do for them, keeping them updated uh, as to what's going on, even though we have a pretty good flow of, uh, of information going out. Uh, I know at the beginning of the, the uh, pandemic, when people are at home, um, I told them, you know, are you signed up for this? Are you getting this information? And no, no, I'm not. And I said, well, please contact the office and make sure your emails are up to date and make sure you're requesting this information because it's we're, we're trying to keep you updated all week long. So, but they awesome. truly, yeah they're truly grateful when you do contact them.
0: Yep, and uh, many many hands make light work, and so having all the elders do that together just has a a massive impact. Now, I'd imagine there's a lot of things that people don't know about what the elders do, and, um, you know, have have you um, encountered any things that that you think people might not know what the elders do, Uh, something they don't understand that would be helpful for for people to, to know better about? Hey, this is one of the key things that that our St. Luke elders are responsible for.
1: Yeah, um, I've had a number of people, even my daughter, when I, when I became an elder, she says, well, what does an elder do, you know? And because that, I think the only times they see the elders is on Sunday, mm-hmm. serve communion, you know? And they pretty much, a lot of people think that's the extent of it. But a lot of them really don't understand that we do have care groups that were assigned 18 to 20 families that we're always supposed to be checking in on, making sure that they're attending church and making sure they're in the Bible. And uh, one of the things uh, I do as an elder and a lot of the elders do is we make sure that when it's their birthday or their anniversary, we're calling and wishing them and they really, really enjoy that. So one of the things elders do is we keep track of a certain portion of people within the congregation to make sure everybody is um, is being... uh, Taken care of as a care group, and then the other side of the the elder functions is uh, is the the church side. I I'd call it the church side, but um, is we're there to look to to help the pastors. We're there to help guide the pastors to make sure the pastors aren't strained. Also, um, that uh, they're staying in the gospel, and that we're we're teaching what uh, uh, Missouri Synod says this is the way we're going, this is what we're teaching, we're doing that, and so uh, uh, also the the elders do things like funerals, uh, prayers and anointing, um, we do baptisms, we do communion, um, and so first we, step class, yeah, we, we teach a new member class, so when there's new members coming in, um, uh, every, let's, five months or something we actually run an 11-week class to get them familiar with the church to get them familiar with the bible and it's at that time that we get everybody to uh, to make sure that they're in the bible and that they understand what we believe at saint Luke, and that they're not buying into something that they're going to say later on whoa i i didn't realize this church stood for that and so uh that's that's big portion that the elders were doing and I mean, we've had classes up to 20 people in them at one time um, that uh, the, the elders are teaching. So there's a, there's a number of things we do behind the scenes, and there's a, a number of things you'll see us do in front of the scenes. You know, as I
2: recruit the fellows, uh, I often tell them, uh, while helping with communion is the most visible thing, it surely isn't the only thing, and not even, in a sense, not even necessarily the most important thing. And uh, so, yeah, all those. Uh, Another thing that uh, I think about what the elders do uh, is they set the spiritual tone, Mm. you know, by their own beings. And and so, you know, like I said earlier, with Tim and Mary, they were faithful in worship and Bible study. Uh, You don't want someone who's never around. So that example is important too. What about uh, Tim? How do you see the work of the Holy Spirit? here at St. At
1: Luke. Well, you know, we've uh, there's been a lot of sermons on that lately and a lot of discussion on that. Um, and I think uh, what's come to light to me is uh, the number of gifts that the Holy Spirit brings. And as I look around this church, uh, I mean, the amount of work that so many people are doing in so many different areas at so many different levels, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit has actually come and give us those gifts and given us the confidence that we need to go out and is, and is giving us the direction, uh, pointing us the direction in which we should go. And I think truly that, uh, that uh, our church is really focused not on St. Luke, but what St. Luke can do for other people and without the Holy Spirit coming there giving us those gifts and giving us that direction and helping us make decisions. Um, uh, just like growth group right now, that's what we're talking about. You know, what has that Holy spirit done? And it's really, it's really made it obvious to me that it before I thought we were just doing it, but now I understand it's the Holy spirit that's making us or allowing us to doing it, giving us those skills. So I think this last, uh, last uh, sermon series and growth group has brought a lot of definition to to exactly how the Holy Spirit is working here at St.
0: Luke. I appreciate, you know, the the work of the Spirit. Uh, We were talking in 1 Corinthians in Bible class that it's not just you have this gift from the Spirit, but we have to recognize who else has these other gifts, and how do these gifts all come together to make the body of Christ, and and just as you're describing all that, it's not one individual giftedness that one person possesses, but the, the collection of gifts uh, gathered together for the benefit of the kingdom. And uh, Amen to all that, what you're saying, because the Spirit has gifted many people here in many different ways.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, uh, one of the lessons from last Sunday was, and this is the first time it came to light to me, um, was when the foot says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not the eyes or I'm not the ears. But and when Pastor had said, um, there's the body, and then there's everybody doing every little piece of their work. And that's when it, you know, dawned on me even more that that's what that passage was talking about is, you may not be able to see because you're the eyes, but you're the feet that are taking you places. That's your job. No matter how small your job is, you are part of the body, and you're what makes the body work.
0: That's awesome. Well, Tim, thanks for, uh, your reflections, uh, here. This has been great. Thanks for the work that you do, uh, with the elders and, uh, thanks to the elders as a whole, uh, for the work that they do. And, uh, I think this is going to be very helpful for people to kind of get an inside view of what it is that you all do and, um, the, the work that's being done through our elders. So thanks for taking the time. And, um, Pastor Davis, you want to close us in a word of prayer? Sure. Let's pray. Uh, Father
2: in heaven, uh, talking about gifts, we thank you for the good gifts that you give to your church. We thank you for the good gifts you've given to this congregation. Uh, we thank you for the gift of uh, Tim and uh, his faithful work here as an elder. Uh, we pray your blessing on Tim and Mary and their life together and the uh, kids and grandkids. Um, we also thank you for the gift of the other uh, others that have served as elders uh, in the past, presently, and we count on you to raise up those servants we need as we move forward Uh, let your spirit continue to be at work in this place as we grow in knowing the peace and the power of the cross uh, to your glory to our good and we pray to the increase of your kingdom in our community and beyond thanks for every good gift in Jesus Amen. amen